Welcome to Rock and Block. This is your host, Michael Martinez. I am super excited to actually be recording this podcast because this is the first episode、um, since the first episode that I will be talking by myself. It's,、uh, it's a me and you episode. It's a very spontaneous episode because the person that it was actually supposed to be、um, joining me today unfortunately was not able to.、Um, rescheduling、uh, needs to happen. Today, I would like to talk about very brief points. The first one is motivating the motivator. It's actually quite difficult to look for motivation when. There are many situations going around in your life, in your personal life, in your professional life, and、um, everything that surrounds you. Leading up to the end of 2018,、um, I was on a streak.、Um, this podcast was taking off. I was able to record. Uh, an episode with one of the best influencers,、uh, one of the best entrepreneurs that I know,、uh, one of the persons with、uh, the most integrity that I know. I was able to actually connect with a whole lot of people. I was able to、um, start the new phase of a dream that I have for almost 10 years now. And I was able to celebrate the one year, the first year of the life of my daughter. At the same time, I was able to patch things up with a couple of friends that I haven't、uh, talked to in a while because we were at very different places when we were、uh, hanging out together 10 years ago. And I was a very immature individual. I thought that things had to go my way. And I felt great. I felt like I was grounding myself, I felt like, like I was growing. And it's really important for everyone to actually be able to patch things up and connect with、uh, people that meant a lot to you. And you are able to continue and carry on、um, your mission. But at the same time, know where you're coming from and know that you can be safe. Unfortunately,、um, and This, this is one of the hardest things、uh, that my family have had to live. On December 13th, we lost a great man in our family, Ralph Martinez. It was extremely hard because he was one of the men that actually taught me about. Being an entrepreneur before I even, not, I even knew what an entrepreneur was. He was a man that, ever since he was 14 years old, he was sent from Puerto Rico to Florida and then to New York so he could have the best possible life. But he was not told that it was being done so he could have the best possible life. All that he was told was go and do it. Go on. And it's because, you know, parents in my great grandfather、um, was not able to actually express his feelings the way that、um, we are now able to because 
that's the way they were at that point in time in society. I'm not going to point fingers or, bl or blame him. I believe that if he would have been a, a father nowadays, he would have been a complete and very different man. Um, so, unfortunately, we lost my uncle, my great uncle. He was my, he was my grandfather's um, youngest brother and the last one in that lineage. So it hit my father very hard. It hit my mother very hard. Obviously, we had to go in the right just right before Christmas to Florida, and I had the chance to talk in his eulogy and it was and the reason why i'm saying all of this is because sometimes life creeps up on you in very unexpected ways so you're able to connect with people i was able to meet cousins that i've never knew i was able to meet people that knew my uncle for 50 or 60 years that met him while he was working and living in new york and they moved to Florida, and though those friends actually relocated to Florida as well, and they continued their friendship. And no matter how much time we would pass, they would carry on. And see, um, people think that friends are the ones that are are there every single day. Friends are the people that actually you talk to every single day. I have friends that I don't talk to them um, for months or. I've had friends that I've I haven't even been able to actually talk to them in years because they're in the military or they're in some form of uh, servicing um, in armed forces or they're just around the world traveling and they are they're backpacking and they send an email like hey I'm alive and they set a picture and they're across the world they went to New Zealand or something and it's great um, happy for them and it's great that we every now and then they pop up and we carry on we talk and we're very honest with each other and that actually keeps the motivator motivated because you start seeing things little ripple effects here and there and that resonates with you and that actually inspires you but one of the things that the other side of the coin is the fact that sometimes life will hit you hard, so hard that it's up to you whether you actually want to stand up and face life all over again. So you actually get knocked down again because it will happen at any other point in time. Or you decide to stay down and don't do anything because you just want to succumb to the comfort zone of staying low. I honestly can't remember a season in my life where life didn't creep up on me and hit me down. But instead of actually um, having a whole season of staying down, I've decided ever since late 2017, right after Hurricane Maria, my wife was still pregnant. My house got flooded. I almost lost the cars. And everything. the only thing that I could think of was I want to keep my family safe. And even though my, my daughter had not been born, again, my wife was seven months 
pregnant at the time. My motivation was being there. My motivation was keeping my family safe. My motivation was pushing forward. I had been writing a book, and I've been writing a book. I'm almost finished. And at that point in time, it had one title. But when I sat down on and decided to verify where am I with this book, because I'm really not sure if I'm able to, if I'm halfway through the whole thing, if or what. I realized that the title of the book was actually a chapter, and one of the chapters was actually the title of the book. And I decided to say, you know what? This is kind of my mantra. This is kind of my motto. And I, everything that has led me up to this very moment in my life, it's, it's been all about staying committed to who I am and who I want to be. And no matter what obstacle, no matter what situation comes through, I've always had this mentality of, I just gotta, I just have to continue and carry on because I know that everything is just temporary and I have the capabilities and the mindset to actually continue. I've put walls in order to protect myself, but what have they done is they've hurt me more than, the, than they've helped me. Because by building these walls, what I've done is keeping people from reaching out or what I've done is actually not being able to reach out. So I decided to actually stop doing that and I just decided to keep pushing forward. That's going to be the title of my book, Pushing Forward. The story of a man that has decided to keep pushing forward, no matter the situation, season, or obstacle. It's not easy motivating people, especially when you're the one that's hurting. But you got to understand and you have to understand that there are times throughout the day where you have the most energy and there are times that you need to recharge your batteries. Just like there's a time when you actually have to shower, you have to eat, there's a time that you have to sleep, there's a time that you need to uh, rest. So in order for everyone to actually do that, I believe that we should understand that we need to take real time and allocate it in the best way possible so we don't drain ourselves. Yes, we can be committed to work. Yes, we can be, be committed to our community. We can be committed to projects. But don't spread yourself so thin. It's, it's, I always use the, this example because I've seen it many time, times over on family dinners. If you're going to have 50 guests, you don't cook for 10, right? You always, if you have 50, you go like, I'm going to add 10%. So you cook for 55 or you cook for 
60, even though it's 50 the ones that you're going to invite, because it it's best if you have the resources to actually um, allocate or push, you know, to have more, so it there can be leftovers, which is extremely nice, or you just try to do the best in case someone else shows up and you can be like, don't worry, we have an extra plate for you in case something something out of the equation that you had originally happens. And if you think about this from a project manager standpoint, this is actually being responsible, holding yourself accountable and actually thinking about what ifs and being preventive. You know, this is actually the best thing that you can do. This is just like you thinking I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna stand next to um the drunk uncle because I know that he will just keep poking me um and that actually makes me uncomfortable. So you avoid that or you avoid the risk of actually going to that supermarket which may have the best prices, but uh the shrimp and the lobster are not that good because it's not fresh. So it's it's about knowing um, your your audience, knowing the risk, understanding risk and opportunities and allocating resources. And that's the same thing that you have to do with yourself and your time. People think that you have to stay busy at like eight hours of work every single day to actually um, be successful. And then they take literally the four-hour week by Tim Ferriss. And that's it's not like you work four hours a week and then you can just relax in the, in the beach and then you're going to have millions of dollars. The only way that you would be act, you actually would be able to do that is if you were in a position where you are the CEO and you have this well-running uh, machine uh, of a company that just keeps on going and then you're able to actually just uh, just go on and do whatever it is that you want and then just by answering a few phone calls here and there, you're able to produce the company millions of dollars. You're able to actually produce revenue in a way that it's insane. But, I mean, that will that will take time because you have to build a foundation. It's just like building a building. It will take time. In the in one of the previous episodes, um, it's uh, it, I believe that it's the best example that I can give right now because it is the best explanation and it is the best person talking about it uh, about this whole thing. Paul Jarvis, episode seven for Rock and Block on a Company of One. If you haven't picked up a book, you're more than welcome to actually go to Amazon and or your local bookstore. It's actually uh, published on the traditional way. And Paul Jarvis and I talked about this and about having enough. And enough is not like, oh, I got $10, that's enough. Well, it may be enough for today, but you gotta, you got to understand that in order for you to be successful, you don't have to build Virgin uh, or you don't have to build Microsoft. You don't have to build Apple. You don't have to build this type of these types of companies. You can be a one man show 
uh, in the front, and then you can have, a, uh, you know, other freelancers helping you out. You can be this person that has a great idea, and you understand that you need uh, resources. You need, you understand you, you need um, other types of skill sets, and you have other people that you actually, um, you know, it's like, hey, I trust you um, handling finances. You're going to be the accountant for my company. Okay, that's cool. Uh, hey, you do really good copywriting, like me, for example. I can do average copywriting. So I go and sought out people that I know and I trust to help me with copywriting. And that's the best approach. You need help with, um, uh, for example, um, you, uh, you can make your own website, but you need help with SEO or you need help to do an advanced feature that you would like to have in your website. So it adds value to your website and to the customer experience. So you need to sought out that person. And I'm not talking about going to just Fiverr.com or Upwork or any of these other places. I'm talking about actually legitimately uh, looking for other freelancers or entrepreneurs that actually, um, you know, are experts in this area. And you start doing synergy work or being interdependent. And interdependent is the fact that they have their own thing. They're independent, but they can co-depend on you for certain things and you on them for certain things. And that's a long way to actually say synergy, which I already did. But I wanted to express this. Um, I believe that we are getting into a point in, the, in our history as society, as human race, that the world is actually small. And it's been great. It's been fantastic to have met a lot of people from around the world that I am, I've been happy and I've been blessed to um, participate or work with them and have a great experience. I believe that it's been the best thing possible because I've been able to experience and learn about markets from Asia, from New Zealand, from... Um, you know, Europe, uh, learn from audiences in Spain and learn from audiences in Brazil. And that's something that I never thought that would have been possible because here's this guy that's in Puerto Rico, mainly doing a whole lot of things uh, that are very U.S. based. So globalization and the Internet has actually shrunk the world a lot. And whatever you do and post on the Internet can quickly become um, uh, uh, the next big thing, just like Angela's bachelor party, hashtag Angela's bachelor party, where, where this guy, Willie Novak, was invited by mistake um, to a bachelor party uh, across, the, across the country. Mr. Novak actually lives in Arizona, and all of a sudden he receives a he receives a an email for another Willie Novak, which apparently has kind of the same email, um, few characters off. But he was invited to this, and they explained the whole plan and everything. And out of a you know out of a moment of let me let's make a joke out of this, he replied. And he was all about I just want to go there and such and such, and then it turned out that the guys, the friend, the actual friends from the groom to be. Um, we're like, dude, 
this is a freaking amazing story. Let's just bring you here. Whatever we have to do to actually make this happen. I, I believe um, it will be something extremely funny. From simple, uh, from simple email sent to the wrong person, it turned out that this guy, and if you go, again, if you go to Twitter and you search for hashtag Andalus Party, I believe that it, it's the best thing. Um, all of a sudden, his the senator from Arizona and the, even the mayor of his town interviewed the guy. He became a, a sensation, and he, and he actually flew from Arizona to Vermont to go to the bachelor party. So they would ski. And... Uh, a lot of people actually started like, "Hey, um, well, we're such and such jewelers, and we're we're gonna give you and all the uh, all the groomsmen cufflinks." And the guy said that he didn't know how to ski, so uh, an instructor popped up and he was like, oh, "I'm gonna give you and Angelo um, free lessons." And it's like, "Oh, perfect!" And then a Hawaiian ch uh, church company said, "We're." Gonna give you and Angelo matching tattoos. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, shirts. And then a tattoo artist actually said, "I'm gonna give you and Angelo matching tattoos." And I was like, "Really? Is this really happening?" So the world has become very small. If you actually think, look on it on the internet, you're gonna see that there's a couple of tweets that say, "This is the best thing uh, during this weekend." That on Twitter, and you could have your you could have your moment in social media very quickly. It can be negative or it can be positive, um, depending on what you see and the type of person that you are. Because I've seen people uh, go down on gun down in flames just because they sent out a tweet and that they thought it was funny. But uh, you know, you know what? Sometimes I'm about to send out a tweet or something, and I think it's funny, and then I ask myself. What would my mother say about this? What would my wife say about this? What would my mentor say about this? What about 10 years down the line and my daughter asks me, what's this? I'm like, yeah. So I reevaluate and then either I edit or I just delete the whole thing. Why? Because, uh, you know, social media right now, it's kind of like your resume. So whatever you do out there, be sure to actually um, know that things can quickly and, and hurtfully come back to you and limit you in opportunities and areas. My mother has a saying that you are a king you are the owner of or the owner or a king to what you keep to yourself and you're a slave to what you put out out there or what you say this is a very bad translation to what she actually says but there's no i haven't heard of an expression that actually resounds really kind of like what she says cuz that's what she says i just wanted to throw that one out there all right so I guess that in the end about this whole episode, it's it's all about mentality. It's all about mindset. It's all about what you what do you want to do now that you would like to keep doing or you would like for – you would like it to be something you're proud of, something that builds your legacy, builds the foundation to, for your future. 
uh, for yourself, for your offsprings, for your projects, for everything that you want to do. And you can start right now. It's not a matter of whether you have money or resources. Resources can appear, and again, thanks to technology, resources are like super extremely cheap right now. Sometimes all you got to do is just have the idea and go on and talk to people, learn. That's the thing. We need to learn. We need to engage. We need to connect. And that's actually how things are going to be able to uh, be for the better. So with all this, I leave you with this one thought. Are you going to keep pushing forward? Thank you for listening to this podcast. It's been great. Remember that you can listen to Rock and Block on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, and I am actually a fan of the Google Home Hub. It's, it's the best step that I've bought before 2018 ended. And we also are in Anchor.fm. See you all in the blockchain. Have a good one.